nuns in a house that's new. Never promised me your big feet and you. From your ankle up, I would say you sure is sweet. From that down, you just too much feet. Your feet's too big. Don't want you cause your feet's too big. Can't you use you cause your feet's too big. I love you cause your feet's too big. Recorded live. Uh, you like that? I don't think I'm going to get used to that at all. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, um, uh, no, uh, go ahead. No, I was just saying that, uh, it, you know, I don't have a player for that. You know, they had a bunch of other stuff that uh, I would love to, you know, watch, but I can, they have a laser disc player and uh, a VCR up there. So you don't have a, a VHS anymore? No, I you know I did have one, but it finally crapped out on me. Yeah, and, uh, I'd, I'd like to get. You know, I know they still sell them. There's just the prices going up a little bit, I think. Yeah, man, because there's so many damn VHS collectors out there now. I don't know if you've noticed the price of VHS has gone up probably over the uh, past you know three or four years. Yeah, man, like. God, I mean, I mean, the tapes themselves have gone up, so I'm sure that's driving the price of the players up too. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's not so many players out there. Uh, but you know, I've been looking at getting, you know, a DVD VCR combo just to see if I can, uh, you know, transfer stuff from uh, VHS to the disc. But I think the smarter way to go about that is uh, find some way to hook up. Uh, my uh, VCR to uh, a laptop and transfer it all to digital, you know, all to a external hard drive. Is this like just your family videos and stuff? Yeah, yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the old uh, Super Scary Saturdays, you know, I have, oh, I realize yeah. there's only one available on online, but I have like five or six. So I would actually love to get those and just put them online so people could, you know, the fans could see them. You know, I haven't seen it in like 25 years. Oh, man, I know. Yeah, that'd be awesome if you could do that because, like, you know, I told you I was looking for that Leco commercial on YouTube. Yeah. There's a lot of people that remember it, but there's nobody that's uploaded it anywhere that I can find. So, I mean, it, it sucks. Like, I don't, I don't have a lot of my tapes that I used to use back then. I think I threw a lot of that stuff out when I got a... Uh, and when I got a DVD, I said, fuck all this. And I just yeah, threw I, them away, I, I think, is pretty much what I did, as far as I can remember. I couldn't bring myself to do that. Uh, I wish I hadn't I now. Do. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I know I know how it is. You know, you just don't think of it at the time. But uh, uh, I mean, I, it was really uh, a, more of a... A need for space, really. You know, I didn't, you know, I was living in, you know, a small apartment at the time and, you know, didn't have space for all this crap. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, hindsight. Yeah. I, you know, dude, I might have a Leco commercial somewhere get some of that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, 
You know, I know that <laughs> stuff wasn't until uh, mid, early to mid nineties. Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, I I would be surprised if I don't have some some I, you know, uh, watching. I guess it was some of the old mystery science theaters on on VHS. It was awesome seeing an old uh, Seven Up commercial with Matt LeBlanc on there before he before friends. <laughs> Yeah, um, was it was it before say, Married with Children too? Before he was on Married with Children? No, no, no. It, it was after that. It was after that. Uh, because yeah, that's where I first you, remember you, seeing him. Yeah, yeah. They and you know they did a spinoff show too. That didn't. It was called Top of the Heat. Meet Charlie and Vinny Verducci. If you were a woman, what would you find most attractive about me? Your son. They may not have much. We need a miracle. Oh, well, good. Maybe Moses will show up, part the urinals, and we'll walk the freedom. But what they've got Hi. is each other. I have to die. I want to come back as her baby. From the creators of Married with Children. Hey, Kelly was shaking. I mean, other than his eye. Comes top of the heat. Boom. Right after Married with Children, tonight on Fox. That uh, <laughs> failed miserably. It was uh, Joseph... Uh, I don't know how you say his name, Bologna or Bologna. I guess it's Bologna. And and uh, <laughs> that's their first mistake. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and you know, I keep thinking of him from Alligator. Uh, I think he was in the first one. He might have been in the second one. I think it might have been the really? second one. I, I didn't know that. Uh, I watched that film not too long ago too. Yeah, I. I I love the fact that they have uh, Henry Silva in that thing, and uh, yeah. he gets killed in Booger Alley. They call it Booger Alley <laughs> in there. Like, man, it's like some seriously. It's what the script was written by, like a, a ten-year-old. That's pushing yeah. it, though. It doesn't get much uh, better than that, huh? No, I just, I, you know, Henry Silva did some shit, but. Uh, it, asking him to say Booger Alley, though, I think was a bit much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, what you want to... No, go ahead. No, I was just saying, it was cool seeing a laser disc of uh, some of these old movies up there. That's uh, awesome. I've never I seen have so, uh, Well, they had a... Um, they had the Valoon horror collection from the forties. The whole collection. I've got it all on DVD, but that was cool seeing that. They had some of the other um Universal B movies, Marshall movies like Tarantula, uh-huh. Deadly Madness and stuff like that. I have a four pack of stuff like that on Major Disc. Man. Um, I'd I'd actually, you know, I might sit up there one day and just pop one of those in one of the players. And uh, see how it looks on there. Cause, I mean, later days was supposed to look really good. Yeah, I never really had a whole lot of experience with uh, laser disc. I don't know if it was a uh, maybe a regional thing because it was never that big around us that I remember. I mean, I remember it being in the stores and seeing it. You know, like I remember seeing like oh. T two on there and uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah, yeah. See, my memory is uh, oddly enough of uh, Gorillas in the Mist uh, <clears throat> playing on laser disc. That was in a electronic store in North Park years back. That's, that's an old movie too. That's like mid eighties, isn't it? It's like eighty seven, eighty eight, I guess. 
Yeah, I remember so. seeing that because they had that, you know, they had the room, I guess, the soundproof room with the system oh, and everything yeah. hooked up in there. It, it was before uh, we even had Circuit City, I think. Uh, oh, or, yeah. uh, damn, what's that other one that was over there in North Park? They didn't Campo? turn the building down. Yeah. Campos? Yeah, they had that. Yeah. I remember that. Was, that I don't yeah. think it was in there, but yeah, they tore that down and built the Best Buy and all that right there, didn't they? You know, I don't remember, man. It was like a Christian bookstore for a long time. I think they tore it down yeah. and built. Uh, shit, they built something on top of it. I think it was uh, uh, right there on County Line with uh, books of not best, not books, maybe, but uh, the Best Buy and the uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, all that crap. Out there. I think that's where it, it was. Has it been that long ago? Wow, because that's been there for shit, yeah. fifteen years now. Yeah, it, it's been a while, man. Uh, the last time I went in that store, they had a, one of those huge book sales where it, they, you know, it just comes in for like a month or two. Yeah. They just yeah. rented out the building and had books for real cheap. And uh, I checked it out, and then shortly after that, they, they raised it to the ground. <laughs> Which well, it's, it's kind of weird because it wasn't really that old of a building either. I guess they just, you know, they, they wanted to put more stuff there. Whoever owned the land. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't an old building, but it was kind of, you know, a weird kind of, you know, format, kind of a shape, I guess. And it wasn't really uh, inviting, I suppose. It didn't allow for more stores, I guess. Yeah. Well, did you want to talk about our uh, personal worst movies we've ever seen tonight? Because um, I know we haven't really yeah, discussed what we're going to talk about. <laughs> that, well, uh, you know, that or uh, the, the theater memories. Uh, Did you want to do that? Memories okay. of, I was just off the top of my head, because I don't have a list, really, of the worst movies I've seen. You know, okay. I, can, I, can, I can throw some out there, I'm sure, but uh, uh, I was falling asleep when I was texting you that stuff last night. Um, well, cool. Yeah, we could do theater memories. I, I know I've got a few. Yeah, same here. Uh, you know, you probably have more uh, than I do. Well, not not just when we worked there, but you know, just other you know other times, like when we first saw movies. You know, I sure, remember the sure. part back when it opened. So, yeah. Why don't we start with uh, maybe your first memory, your first movie memory. Yeah, that would be the Fantasia thing. I think I mentioned that. Oh, well, Fantasia, uh, okay. Cast. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Well, I'll go with mine. Was uh, was ET, and uh, I think you said Fantasia was over there at uh, the uh, what what theater was that? I can't think DeVille. of the name of there right now. It was Deville. Okay, okay. Yeah. Which is long shut down now, and that was what two two screens there. I think it was too. It was uh, it was cool. You remember the lobby, man? They had the uh, yeah. all the old movie posters up on the wall, high enough where you couldn't mess with them. It was just it was really neat. Uh, yeah, I think it was two screens. Two screens there, and where I, the the first movie I remember seeing in the theater is uh, is ET, and uh, it was over at you know Metro a Metro Center Theater at, uh, it was a Cobb. And I believe it was maybe four screens. 
Was it? And, I can't uh, think it was eight, but yeah, you might be right there. It, I don't think it was eight. It may have been six, but it it, it wasn't very okay. many. Um, okay. But yeah, that's that's been torn down also, and you can look at the satellite pictures of Metro Center Mall, and you can still see where it used to be. There's nothing there. They tore the damn thing down for no reason, really. And it's I know. just a, a slab is all it is now. Which, that's so weird going over there and seeing that too. Yeah, I've and last time I was over there was probably a year or so ago. You know, doing some some deliveries for work was the only reason I go over there anymore. But uh, yeah, it's it's just a vacant piece of concrete. You never know it was there otherwise. But uh, that that was kind of the first theater I grew up with, where I saw a lot of the stuff. Uh, but yeah, ET. My parents brought me to see it, and I've, I've done some research on it. And you know, it's kind of hard to pinpoint when that was because because ET was in the theater for so long. And it was re-released yeah. like three times, so I'm, I'm yeah. thinking I was about four because the when it first came out, I would have been two years old, and I think I, I think it's a little too young for me to remember. But uh, you know, I, I could have been two, but I'm I'm guessing it was with the first re-release around '84, so I would have been you know around three or four years old. Well, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, as far as memories go. <clears throat> but, yeah, that was. Uh, I I just remember, man, they were uh, they released the hell out of that on VHS too, because I remember oh, they yeah. kept advertising it at Sears over there in Metro. <laughs> yeah, uh, you could. Always, I think it was always around Christmas. They always had like the VHS come out. I don't know. Even, I don't know what the sale was, but uh, they were they were pushing the hell out of ET. Uh, it was a, sure. it was like a reasonably priced it was like 30 40 bucks or something you know it wasn't like you know the rental stores were selling stuff for yeah, hundreds of dollars one. i know yeah this was that's still <clears throat> I, i've actually got a, a recent uh vhs my wife found one at a uh you know some a flea market or something and i've got a, a vhs of et again so oh okay um <clears throat> but it was E.T. and Ninja Turtles, the ones I remember, were uh, released on VHS. Like, you know, were actually, you know, reasonable prices. Oh, uh, Batman as well. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Because uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, Mom coming on with that. I guess that would have been 89 or 90 when it came out on VHS. Yeah, Probably yeah. 90. Um, yeah, she came home with that after work, and it had that, uh, either it was a McDonald's commercial or a Diet Coke commercial, because they did, they did several that for Batman, and, like, the McDonald's one had, of course, a Batmobile going through the drive-thru. Right now, at Taco Bell, you can collect free Batman cups, like a free Batmobile cup. Or a free Batwing cup. Four cups in all, free, with free refills and free cinnamon twists every time you buy a 32-ounce drink at Taco Bell. I want you to tell all your friends about me. I'm Batman. The Diet Coke one had Alfred. Uh, just, just mincing around, I guess, drinking Diet Coke. Using his bat card, his bat credit card. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I remember those commercials too. It was they made they did a lot of promotional around Batman. Oh, I know, man. That's probably the first mass marketing movie that I'm really familiar with. Just with everything that came out tying into it. Yeah, I mean they they really I don't think they do quite as much marketing as they used to because it seemed like every movie that came out had a big you know campaign along with it that. Included, you know, stuff at the fast food restaurants and, you know, lots of other little you know, trinkets they'd hand out at certain places. Yeah, it was, uh, for me, it was the uh, fast food stuff and the uh, the toys. Of, the biggest. of course it was, you know, being a kid. But, yeah, yeah. You know, it was just so heavily promoted. But, um uh, yeah, but you remember, like, you know, we talked about the uh, the Pizza Hut thing with uh, Land Before Time, you know, and pretty much every movie that was, you know, very big at all had something similar to that at a restaurant or, yeah, you know, you could get the, you know, uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. I remember had a similar thing at uh, maybe McDonald's or somewhere. I do, man. See, it's so weird that they would do that because they, they like, eat pizza through the whole movie and sing about it. <laughs> About sharing pizza. Uh, I don't even remember that movie very much. I remember that big fat alligator at the end of the singing King Creole, whatever the hell they called him. Um, uh, I, I remember him distinctly, and then, and then of course Charlie. Uh, what was that? Burt Bur Reynolds. Oh, really? Yeah, he was the voice of uh, Charlie, and then uh, Don DeLuise was the voice of uh, that little dachshund friend of his. Okay. Uh, Who was the bulldog? Do you remember that? Oh, oh, that the, the bad guy? I, I don't remember. Oh, was uh, he bad? Okay, I see. I, I think I, I so, because the alligator ate him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so he'll be R.I.P. In, uh, in heaven. Yeah, yeah, they all end up in heaven. Even the alligator ends up in heaven. <laughs> they all end up there. Um, yeah, I I don't remember where that one was from or where they did the uh, tie-in for that. But that was that was promoted uh, for not being a uh, Disney movie that was promoted pretty heavily. But I think around that time, Don Bluth was big. You know, this is right around the time yeah, when yeah. Mermaid would come out. And really kind yeah. of get Disney back on its legs. Yeah, before Disney was uh, big again. Yeah, before I guess. Uh, I guess it was Lion King that really put them out there. But, yeah, uh, I mean it was a combination of uh, what Little Mermaid, uh, I guess Aladdin, and then you know Lion yeah. King was really what you know cemented their cemented their success. Lion King was ninety ninety four, I guess. Oh, is that right? Okay. I think it was 94. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I wish I could remember exactly who promoted that for him. It wouldn't be hard to Google, though. No. Uh, uh, it was one of the fast foods, I believe, because I had a few of the... They were just like little plastic, uh, like hollow, almost like a squeak toy or something, but it was a just just a little dog statue, I think. Or maybe it was a finger puppet or something stupid like that. Well, yeah, you had the um, hand puppets for that uh, Land of Time Forgot. Well, not Land of Time Forgot. Land Before Time. Oh, really? From, from Pizza Hut? I remember you had that on your TV. 
I got them. I had those too. Okay. Or somebody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. That's what I remember. I never had any of those because I guess we always ate a Domino's, not Pizza Hut. <laughs> no, you missed out on the good shit. Yeah, I did. Apparently, Domino's, the Little Caesars, you know, before it went under for about ten years. Yeah, I know. Um, that's what I. That's what I try to remind people is I worked at Little Caesars for a little while. Yeah, and, I uh, remember that. Yeah, you know, right before they went under, there was like maybe two years before they. I don't know what happened, but I mean, I guess they've sold the company and it is what it is now, the hot and ready type deal. Yeah. Uh, cause, yeah, it was over there at uh, Grants Ferry. Not uh-huh. just, like right at the end there, you know, Alfalfa Video was there and then it was right. like two or three stores down. Right. And it was a pretty decent sized uh, place and then they moved over there to Mexican Blockbuster. Right. It's still I, vacant now. I guess that's now. when you worked there. Yeah. No, I actually moved. Uh, yeah. I was telling my wife this the other day. I, when I quit was when they moved. When they moved from, oh, okay. the, you know, the Grants Ferry place over to the the place where they shut down next to Blockbuster over there. But, uh, no, man, they, they wanted us to do the moving. They wanted us to move the equipment. Oh, shit. And, like, get paid yeah. minimum wage. I'm like, man, fuck that, man. Moving pays more than that. So I... I was planning on quitting anyway, so I, you know, I went ahead and quit because I'm not down for that. That's manual fucking labor, man. You have to pay me more than minimum oh, wage yeah. to do that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and plus, I'm sure some of that is a bit dangerous to handle for minimum wage. Yeah. Just from the size no of doubt. the ovens and all that. But, yeah, see, they just did that over here. Next to the school, the dominoes moved like, you know, they had a tiny little shithole building. And they've yeah. got a decent one next to it. And they just today, I was passing by there, they were demolishing the small one. I bet <laughs> they had the employees just, you know, walk next door and uh, move the stuff there. It was kind of cool. You had all these people sitting there filming them destroying this building. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, you know, from a uh, from a liability standpoint, I wouldn't... If it was me, I wouldn't have my employees doing that because... You know, your workers' comp insurance is not going to cover shit like that. You know, if you get oh, hurt doing a lot that, of trouble. If you get hurt, you know, moving furniture, you're not covered for that kind of shit. Or moving, you know, whatever, you're not covered for that. Well, so it's like at the uh, the theater. You know, you couldn't handle the uh, I think it was the dumpster or some shit. If you were under like 16 years old. Oh really? Or I guess it would, it would kill you. It was. I I guess I I don't know because uh, I guess I'm worried about 16 year olds crawling up in there and then turning it on just to. Uh, you know, yeah, I don't blame them. No, no, I mean they this they've got those rules for a reason. I get it. But uh, yeah, gotta, they're trying to cover like your that, though, That's been shady. Yeah. Yeah, but, but it's that's weird. Yeah. That was like a compactor, right? It like yeah. compacted the yeah. trash down. Yeah, I remember this asshole who used to work there. Uh, he looked like Beavis. He was called Beavis by uh, the projectionist <laughs> at the time. Yeah, uh, I remember him driving by. He was he was our age, you know. And I, I started working there when I was uh, seventeen. Yeah, I was just about to turn eighteen, and uh, 
this dude drives by in the parking lot. And I'm, I don't know what I was doing out there, but uh, he's in there just drinking beer. He thinks he's awesome for driving and drinking beer. <laughs> and he's like, it's Miller time. Like, really? <laughs> oh, man. These days they go for school. I guess so, man. I just, uh, I just remember. I don't know why I remember people being stupid like that. It could have been off. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, you remember the, uh, the old Bigfoot pizza from, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, pizza Hut? Oh, yeah. I remember getting that all the time. Like, all the time. Yeah, we get that for X Files, because we get that every yeah. Friday night. Yeah. The watch X Files. Um, it's it's yeah, funny that, how the. I'll go ahead. No, I was just saying. I just remember once uh, that that little Caesars. Uh, I was at a friend's birthday party. I guess this would have been ninety. God, ninety six, ninety seven, and uh, we ordered uh, little Caesars pizza. It was either I think it was little Caesars, uh, and we get it in. And, dude, literally, they had taken, you know, they had, I guess a pre-made uh, pizza dough, you know, flying out like that, you know, yeah. put sauce on that and put, like, just a lump of cheese in the middle. They didn't even try to find it out. So you had this just lump of cheese. It looked like a whole ball, kind of like what we tried to cook once. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, the top was charred, and it was just this mass of cheese there. It wasn't even... They look like shit. They look like giant, like, inverted nipples. Um, I, I just remember that distinctly because it looked gross. And that was from Little Caesars? I think it was either Little Caesars or Domino's, but I'm pretty sure it was Little Caesars. Well, shit, I, 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 yeah, I knew people that, that worked at Domino's, and I worked at Little Caesars, so it may have been me. Oh, okay. I hope so, man. No, just I would have done that to you. I would have titties. I would have hooked you up. I know whenever we had friends come by, we'd always hook them up with, you know, give them a decent amount of cheese as opposed to the amount we're supposed to put on there. Oh yeah, because you could make some good pizzas up there, man. Like with the ingredients, but you know the way it just the way you're supposed to do it, it wasn't all that great. Oh, I know. I, you know, and like Domino's just fairly recently got a bit better about that. Uh, like Domino's for a while sucked, but now yeah. I like them again. You know, yeah. they do some of the crust. The crust has an actual flavor to it. And Little Caesars tastes like, like, God, Little Caesars tastes like caulk. You know, like that caulking shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of Little Caesars either, but it's five bucks. You can't really beat that. Well, if you get that deep dish one for eight bucks, that mm-hmm. that to me is worth it. That's really good. Uh, we're just gonna sit and talk about food the whole time, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the deep dish is better uh, for eight dollars. A lot better. Uh, but uh, yeah, we can. I guess we can get back to the to the movie talk. Uh, but yeah. I remember uh, at that, that, that Metro Center theater I was telling you about, I remember, uh, I got a few memories there. I remember seeing 101 Dalmatians. I would have been in, like, preschool or something when I saw that. And then I remember, yeah. uh, 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 Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, we saw there. But it, we had to go a few times because it was sold out every time we went. 
But uh, yeah, the mother from Honey I Shrunk the Kids just passed away. I really? Seeing that. I can't remember her name. Uh, I think Rick Moranis' wife, not the neighbor, but uh, I, yeah, she she just passed away from something probably really? probably cancer. Yeah, look her up. Uh, I'm sure she'll be one of the first ones to pop up on IMDb. Yeah, so I'm looking forward here. Uh, Marcia Straussman? No, you're right. I guess she died yeah. October 24th. Yeah, yeah. I'll be darned. She, she's pretty young. Yeah. Sorry, I think it was cancer. Was it? I'm not seeing anything here. Yep, breast cancer, you're right. Um, I'll be darned. Um, but, yeah, we saw that one, and I think that was, like, this would have been uh, around 90, or what was it, 88, 89, 90, something like that, when that movie came out. Um, yeah, 89. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this was before uh, there was a theater at, at North Park, which was the first one over there in our area. You know, so we, mm-hmm. we moved in, uh, in 85 out there by you. So... You know, I don't know why. I guess we're going over there because it was the only theater in town anymore. Or, it, you know, at that point, that was the only theater in town. It was all the way across town. Oh, I know. I know. It's, uh, you know, growing up, like, before North Park opened up, it was DeVille mm-hmm. for, for us. Because that, that yeah. area was still relatively safe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Right across from 55. You go on the other side of 55, it's no one's bar. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, it's been bad uh, for a while over there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they opened. Oh, North Park came up there, what, 87? Was it 87 yeah, that's, or so? That's when the, the when the mall was built, you know, 86 or 87. But I think they built a theater maybe, what, a year or two after that, maybe? I guess so. So probably. Uh, Probably right around ninety is when that that theater was actually finished. I'll just just guess at that. Well, the, the oldest movie I remember seeing in North Park was uh, the Chipmunk Adventure. Uh, I can't remember what year that was. It may have been eighty nine. That's the first one you saw there. That I remember. Uh, oh man! Yes, yeah, I, I know I saw that, and I know I saw Problem Child one and two. Well, damn, that's 87, so maybe I'm off. Yeah, that's 1987. Problem Child was 90. God. Yeah, I just, I I remember the kid, Junior, in Problem Child. I didn't even like those movies as a kid, really. I didn't either. Uh, I didn't either. That kid was... Junior was a pain in the ass, even for other kids. And he was a prick, too. Yeah, he was. He was a total piece of shit, you know. He had John Ritter, who's one of the nicest dudes that ever lived. Right. He's a dick face to hell. And then, you know, your he dad his, is uh, a, grandpa. Your dad is John Ritter. How can you be an asshole to him, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think, I'm sure uh, Michael Richards showed up there at some point to be killed by Junior. I can't <laughs> I think he was in that, Michael Richards. I think so, too, because he was doing stuff like UHF and, and that uh, all that time before Seinfeld. Um, 
But um, I'm trying to think of what else I saw out there. I know it was those two. I know later I would see uh, Batman Forever out there. Uh, yeah. I, I know I saw uh, Batman Returns there. See, I, I can't remember if I saw Batman and Batman Returns in theaters. I probably did. Uh, I didn't see Batman in theaters. I know I saw Batman Returns. Uh, okay. Um, so, I don't know. And then Parkway opened in 92. Because mm-hmm. that was the first one that was just right down the road from us. Uh, yeah. And they, uh, you know, I, I, not at the time, but later I saw pictures of the opening, and uh, you saw the marquee before they I was there. the damn bank in front of it. So were you? I was there, okay. yeah. See, they had Batman Returns there, because uh, they had movies that had been released like within the past year to open it, like Silence of the Lambs was there. Uh, had a pretty good lineup when they opened I was there, and opening weekend, I saw I saw a double bill. This is a good one. Encino Man and <laughs> <laughs> Encino Man and then Alien 3. Oh, damn, dude. Wow. That's some double bill right there. And uh, let's see. The It was really cool. Like, they, it was a big promotion. You know, they had the radio stations there. And I can't remember, it was me and uh, another friend of mine that, uh, I don't know what we did to win, we won t-shirts from the radio, I don't remember who it was, but we won t-shirts, I don't remember what we did, had to do some little trivial thing to win a t-shirt. No, no, I won an Encino Man t-shirt, that's what it was. Okay. I won an Encino Man t-shirt, it was with the radio station, I don't know what the hell I did. Had to fart on a balloon or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that whole area was pretty much undeveloped at that point. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, just looking at the old pictures, it's just nothing. You know, not even grass or anything. They just cleared it all. You know, they built a theater there and everything kind of sprang up around it. I'm still curious as to how... Or, or even why they allow that bank to be built right in front of it to obscure the marquee. Well, it was really uh, weird. They built it. They built it off the road so much. There was so much space, you know, that they really needed to fill yeah. something. Yeah, but it's almost like they built a hill in front of it and they put that bank there because it still feels elevated. It's just, it's odd because you, I mean, you can't really see what's there unless you're right up on it. Right. Um, well, then they built that, you know, what used to be Sonny's Barbecue, or not Sonny's, uh, Corky's Barbecue there. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was Corky's, and then uh, that's, I guess Corky's has gone under. Yeah, it's, a, it's uh, some sort of burger a burger joint now. Yeah, it's Mugshots. Yeah. Uh, which Mugshots, I think, is centered out of here, and this one over here. Uh, is at, uh, school. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. It's a big one, too. Um. Do they have that but, thing uh, where if you eat it all, you get to eat it for free? Where you get to eat the burger for free? Man, I, I don't know. They probably do, considering it's a college town. But mm-hmm. uh, there's no way in hell I'm going to try anything like that. I will die of cardiac arrest. 
Well, I want to try about it. But you know they they had that that uh, whoever that man versus food dude is. I think he went and did it there. And uh, the the thing is, the way they always get you on that is they add a bunch of crap to it. Like they're like, here's a big ass burger, but here's like an order of onion rings and an order of fries and this, that, and the other. And you got to eat all the, you got to eat the like garnishments and shit. And it's like, okay, man, come on, you're you're going a little ridiculous. Like I'm not eating all that. I'll eat the burgers. It's two pounds of jalapenos to wash it down. Yeah, you know they probably cut up an entire tomato on there. Probably half a you know, uh, a head of lettuce is on there. Oh, that, yeah, they want you to earn that thing. Yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. Um, but I don't want all that shit on my burger anyway. No. Well, they did that at uh, Burgers and Blues. You remember that uh, Stamps split up, and they built Burgers and Blues out in Ridgeland, and they had like... Oh, shit. Stamps. No, I didn't know that was uh, Stamps. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Stamp, the 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 guy who started it up, he passed mm-hmm. away. And his okay. sons do not get along at all. Apparently, they can't stand each other. They uh, one of them kept the original store or or restaurant, and it's called Cool Owls now. That's and, uh, and then the other one had to move and went to make burgers and blues, and he did. You know, he's in Ridgeland. And uh, it's kind of a different format for both of them, but uh, Burgers and Blues does really well. You know, has yeah, it, you know, live know entertainment they, and all that. Yeah, they have a big, they have a big to do over there. Yeah, and the other one just kind of stays low key. Uh, great burgers. I mean, it's some of the best I've had, but it's really? kind of a shame that drama split them up. No, I remember you talking about uh, stamps like ten years ago. Tell me how good it was. Yeah, it's it's real good. I you know the last time I went there, what was cool hours and got the. It was weird. There was a dude sitting there with a bag of pork rinds and uh, hot sauce, and he would sit there loading the hot sauce in there, eating like yeah. four pork rinds off the top of that. Do it again, just shaking the bag. Yeah. I mean, just getting that. So I I just couldn't even imagine being around this dude for the rest of the day, though. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're talking about food again. Yeah, I know. Uh, I guess a <laughs> whole podcast can go. We've we've been uh, sidetracked. Uh, but uh, no, I, I I got the turkey burger there. I guess I was feeling uh, fat that day. I'm going to get a turkey burger. <laughs> and, uh, feeling uh, healthy mood. Uh, oh, you know it tasted fine, but uh, you know there's no fat holding any of the meat together, so it was yeah. like just fall apart. And you know their burgers were like five pounds. It's ridiculous. Oh jeez. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, we did get on food. I guess we need to find our way back to uh, <laughs> uh theater experiences there. But uh, yeah, uh, well, Parkway, you know, opens up in '92, and then '93, of course, is when Jurassic Park comes out. That's the first yeah. big one I remember really seeing at Parkway. Yeah, well, this was just right down the road from where you and I live, so it kind of opened it yeah. up so we could really watch movies all the time at the theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to go out to North Park. You know, we usually go do that, and then we'd go to the Walmart because that's where yeah. Walmart was. Right. Was the you know, that was when County Line was booming. Right. Uh, 
you know, North Farm was big. North Farm was actually worth going to the mall itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Which has totally changed now. Um, but, yeah, when they built the uh, parkway right there, you know, it was nothing for us to just go, you know, watch, you know, Congo uh, oh, yeah. over there. Yeah. Shit. You know, we got our driver's license a couple of years later, so we were off to the races. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, I can't remember what year it was. I got my driver's license, but it wasn't long after that, mm-hmm. I started working there. Yeah. Um, you know what I've always thought was so uh, was so interesting is that you know you you look at our area around here, and it's not really you know it's not a crazy population, but we've got so many theaters close by. You know, like you know you look from my house, like I mean within like a ten mile radius, I've got like three or four movie theaters. Yeah, you got Parkway, North Park, and and. Uh... Pencilltown. Out there. Yeah, Pencilltown, too. Yeah. So that's four, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was forgetting about Malco. That's the one. Uh, that's usually the first one it recommends to me, like when I look at showtimes on IMDb or something. And it's like the furthest one away from me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. You know, Madison's like, what, 10 miles away, but it's yeah. it feels a lot longer just the way you have to drive. Yeah, and it does. It's not a, it's not an easy way to get there, but well, no. I mean, it's like ten miles, you know, as, as they say, as a crow flies. But dude, you've got to go over the freaking reservoir, which takes yeah. ten minutes along. Oh um, yeah, and just all the the red lights and assuming there's no traffic, but there's yeah. traffic. You know, you got to. I mean, it's a thirty minute drive plus the cops. Yeah, the massive cops yeah. too. Uh, yeah. You have to watch out for them. Uh, and then the lights that uh, are timed, even at three in the morning, the lights are still yep. at five minutes. Yeah. So that's that's always good. Yeah, yeah. I remember you and I driving down the those roads in Madison late at night, and you just cussing up a storm at those lights. No, <laughs> oh, I don't sound. This like would be the only people there. You know, there was nobody. That doesn't sound like mile radius. Yeah, yeah. I know you. uh... I don't. It doesn't sound yeah. like something I would do. No, not at all. No, you're pretty calm and reserved around those lights. Sure, just like me. All the time. All the time. Um, well, do you have any like particular memories, like crazy things that happened to you in the theater, or, you know, uh, maybe bizarre things that happened to you? Uh, well, uh, not so much beforehand. Before I start working there. After I worked there, yes. Yeah, there was plenty. Because uh, you remember that uh, huge thing of candy. It was there when you worked there. Oh, yeah. Candy. Oh, yeah. It was just like a wall. Uh, yeah, it was a movable wall. It was sometimes used to close off that section until the fire yeah. department came and said we couldn't do that. Uh, but, you know, you could get candy out of there all the time. Yeah. You know, there's no problem. It was always, I mean, a kid would like, come over there and touch it, and, like, five pounds of, like, jujubes would just fall out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, yeah. It, that it was a bad was. idea. I mean, oh, yeah, half that stuff was broken, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you can hold up pounds of candy and take it home. Um, 
You got uh, I get a I get a pound of Swedish fish, please. Yeah, you know, I'm having to weigh it. I mean, you've got like 16 year olds trying to weigh this shit, and yeah. you know, uh, either it was like 30 bucks for a pound of it, or like you know, two dollars. It just depends right. on how they were feeling that day. It was it was really stupid, but uh, and they they insisted on sticking with it, which is so weird. Even when they were going out of crap, or this was United Artists yeah. at the time, that's that to me would have been like a first thing to go. You know, that's obviously siphoning money out of the place. But they they stuck with it. Uh, I, I'm remember, guessing that that uh, candy by the yard or by the pound, however you'd say, uh, is is profitable. I would imagine because you just get it in a big box. You know, you get it by the you know 20 pound box and just dump it in there. And you know, probably make I, you know, one hundred fifty percent profit on what you buy it for. That may be why they stuck with it, man. Even considering how much they were losing, they were still making a profit. Yeah. Uh, either that, or they had some sort of contract they just could not get out of. Not at all. That was just really stupid. Because uh, <laughs> you remember, they were like the biggest theater chain in the world. That was like all over the place, and United Artists was huge. Two years oh, later, yeah. they were bankrupt. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and see, I was there through that whole thing, watching that just crumble and fall. Yeah. But, uh, man, I remember sitting there in concession, bored as hell, and I got those gummy bears. I don't know why yeah. I would do this. I would bite the heads off the gummy bears and, and just put the gummy bears and throw them up on the ceiling and the wall. They would stick. <laughs> you just have headless gummy bears all over the place. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why I thought that was awesome there. Uh, oh, just, man. I just that and spitballs, you know. Uh, spitballs were a pretty big thing for us. Yeah, I'm never in the food, but you know, just something on the standees or whatever. Um, oh yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I remember um, one of the other employees, a good friend of mine. I don't know why he did this one night. He takes, you know, they have the icy, you know, that the syrup, the icy syrup in the bottom, uh-huh. you know. You remember how we have to change out the, the coats yeah. and all that. Um, he dragged one of those out to the side of the theater and busted the hell out of the bag. This was a cherry icy and dragged it along the sidewalk. The oh, the yeah. Theater. Uh-huh. And it looks just like blood. It looks like horrible, like a murder had occurred there. So he just <laughs> left this red shit all like dragging back to the back. Um, oh yeah, good memory, Sarah. Oh yeah, man. When the when the boss goes home, it's it's the kids left to clean the to clean the shit up. Well, you know, the boss at the time was an older man, so he he went home at like seven or eight, and that left us up there with assistant managers who were all in their mid to late 20s. Yeah. And, uh, who didn't really give a fuck either. Uh, when he was gone, they didn't care. Yeah. Uh, I'm still friends with one of them. He's actually a pretty cool guy. But, uh, one of them still works there, too. To oh, this day, you know the one, I'm, you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. You know the one yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. He still works That's, there, man. And yeah, it's been uh, 16 years now. But, I mean, he was there for a while when I started working there. Yeah. 
But uh, wow. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, oh, no, I was going to say, uh, uh, at that same theater, I've got a, a fond memory of seeing uh, Saw Two. This is I was actually watching with my wife before we got married. Um, Saw Two, and it was you know a bunch of drunks in the crowd. This was a late night movie, and uh, this this kid stands up and uh, just like falls down the stairs. And, like, doesn't get up. And they have to call the paramedics in and everything else. And he apparently yeah. had some sort of alcohol poisoning or something like that. Uh, so it was it was a pretty fun experience. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was for him, too. Uh, oh, man, yeah, you know. You know it was. Yeah, we, we had a... Uh, the only time I experienced like a medical emergency like that was somebody had a seizure. Uh, no, in one yeah. of the movies I can't remember. I was the manager on duty. Uh, luckily, there was like a nurse or somebody there who knew what to do. And they were taking care of him. I just called the cops and uh, or the yeah. ambulance. So I never wanted to come and uh, assist this person. Everything turned out okay, um, but. Uh, Oh man, uh, there were a couple of times I lost my shit up there. There was <laughs> there was one time though. I love this, and uh, they built a. Uh, you remember how the arcade rooms were really small? Yeah. At Parkway. Uh huh. Yeah, they built that uh, after they put stadium seating in there. They put stadium seating in there right before Phantom Menace came out. Okay. And, uh, they put a, you know, you have the men and women's restroom and right up front in the arcade, the shittiest place you could put it, they put the handicap restroom. Uh, I don't know why they did this there because all the kids would just go in there. I know they were going in there just to screw. But because oh, uh, you just walk in there, you can lock in. I mean, it was one yeah. toilet in there for somebody who, you know, had, had to be in a wheelchair. They needed privacy. That's fine. Right. It was a. We couldn't keep an eye on it. So there was one night, and I love this, uh, the toilet was apparently broken, and people kept going in there to take shits. And uh, they would just take a shit, wipe, and just leave it there, and the next person would come in there and do the same thing. <laughs> so by the end of the night, you got a triple-decker, you know, surprise in there. Yeah. And uh, the manager, I wasn't there that night. The manager told a good friend of mine to clean it up. And he was like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And he, he wasn't going to do this. I knew there was no way. And he wasn't getting paid enough to clean up three layers of sure. shit. Sure, sure. Uh, so the manager had to do it, which I thought was funny. He was so pissed. Oh, that's awesome. But he couldn't do anything. You know, he couldn't do anything about it. You know, he didn't fire him or write up the guy at all. Like, even if he had, he wouldn't have cared, you know. Well, they need to get a, a plumber in there to fix that. My bathroom, like I said, it was off, you know, at its own place, so it would get yeah. ruined. Because uh, we're all around concession. We're not right up there. Uh, we're all trying to make sure people aren't sneaking into movies and stuff. Right. Uh, which, you know, we weren't <laughs> really all that great at. You know, the kids were pretty good about sneaking in there. Nah, uh, you don't really care that much either. 
Well, no. I mean, if, now if it's opening night for a movie, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that crap. But, uh, yeah, the movie's been there a while, and I, I don't see the point in worrying about it. <laughs> um, but, uh, man, uh, trying to think of some other stuff that, that happened there. It was, uh, because I worked there for, what, eight years? I guess it was eight years. Yeah. No. Um, do you have any? Do you have any memories of you know maybe just watching movies? You know that that oh, any man, crazy stuff happened. Uh, I you know I, I watched a lot of movies while I was working uh, uh-huh. there, particularly later when I was able to watch what I wanted to watch. You know, I can use the uh, new digital projectors and uh, hook up a uh, Blu-ray player to them uh, and watch whatever oh, I wanted yeah. to watch up there. Um, and that made it a lot more worth it for me. Um, and I, I do miss that. I miss staying up there and watching, you know, uh, The Thing or Godzilla or something like that up there. Return to Oz, I watched that up there. Oh, cool. Uh, and, uh, watched, uh, and, and, you know, the company didn't see the mind. Uh, they knew we, because they, they can log any activity up there. All they yeah. asked was that we tell them if there were any issues. You know, they were they were still testing all that stuff out anyway. So this was a good way, you know, without losing money with customers, you know, we could find that stuff out for them and let them know any any, any uh, problems that would arise. But uh, uh-huh. that was that was a hell of a lot of fun, man. It was worth staying up to four or five in the morning. You know, yeah. watch you know uh, Batman, the eighty nine Batman up there. Um, how did that look? Did that look pretty good watching it on the Blu-ray? It, you know, we had to learn through trial and error. You can't watch that stuff on the big screens because it's right. You know, it stretches it out too much, uh, even for a Blu-ray. But uh, if you watch it on the smaller screens, it looks pretty good. It's not perfect. Uh, it looks pretty good. It's the sound though that really gets you because. The, the oh, sound, you know, it, it picks up all that, and you—that's where it really benefits in the uh, auditorium experience. Because the picture is still going to be a little bit, you know, iffy, but not not bad by any means. But uh, kind of like when we went to see a Rick Trash thing, it was just a satellite yeah. feed. That's about what it looks like. It's not crisp, but it's not bad either. Um, yeah, it was tolerable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine, and. Uh, you know, the, the thing was probably the best one. Uh, oh, the thing yeah. is such an, you know, so much, it's an uh, audible experience, just as much yeah. as it is a visual kind of thing. Um, so that was great up there. Uh, you know, while you're talking about that, I wanted to mention, uh, I posted a picture on the uh, on the Facebook page, the Two Peas on a Pod Facebook page, of uh, this, the 70 millimeter IMAX copy of Interstellar. I don't know if you checked the picture out yet. No, of what it yet. looks like, dude. It's fucking massive. Uh, you probably appreciate wow. it more than I do, because you were actually, you know, working in projection for a while. I'll but it's, that. It's, see. it's it's like it's it's huge. You just got to look at it. 70 millimeter. 70. Wow. Jesus. 
And I, IMAX will never do what? Is that IMAX? I guess so. I'm not very familiar know, with never, IMAX. I, I've never seen yeah, an IMAX either. movie. Uh, I haven't either, but I know the IMAX film is supposed to be really large. It it has to be. If you yeah. stick it with film, yeah, it, it has to be big to you know show on the screen. Uh, and Interstellar is that uh, is that Spielberg? That's Christopher Nolan. Okay, okay, I knew it was somebody big. That's uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah, yeah I knew McConaughey was in it. Anne Hathaway, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, I've already, I already have no desire to see it. <laughs> I don't know much about it. I mean, it might be worth seeing in theaters, but uh, I don't know. Uh, <sighs> I'll catch it on Netflix. Um, but. Uh, but uh, Unfortunately, we don't have uh, an IMAX theater even in our state. I know there's there's one oh. in, uh, is it uh, uh, over in Alabama? I'm trying to, uh, uh, Montgomery maybe? I'm trying to think of one of the bigger cities there. Um, Mobile has one. Uh, Mobile, uh, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. New, New Orleans has three. Yeah. yeah. Memphis has at least one. Yeah, and those are all probably about the same distance from each other, from us. Um, well, I mean, since I moved down here, New Orleans is a much more viable uh, alternative for me. And damn it, I yeah. keep forgetting to check the, because uh, there's an old theater in New Orleans that shows classic movies. Not again. And I missed, uh, a few years ago, they showed the thing there. At the, yeah. If you go, man, let me know. There. I may try to. I may try to meet you down there or something. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, it's like New Orleans is an hour at the most, an hour and a half for me, which is a bad. Yeah. And I, I would, I would do that for that drive. I can, we can go do that and then you know just come back up here. Yeah, uh, not have to stay at a hotel there, but um, yeah. Uh, I need to look in, into that. I can't remember the name of the theater, but uh, yeah, I, well, you know, I, I kept meaning to. Uh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. No, I was just uh, saying I kept meaning to go see Godzilla and uh, IMAX. I just couldn't take myself yeah. down there. You uh, probably would have enjoyed that, too. Yeah, yeah, I might have. Um, maybe the next one, if Godzilla's in a more, I might see it in IMAX. I, just, yeah. I couldn't bring myself to look at Aaron Taylor Johnson's face in IMAX. He's your favorite part about the movie. Yeah, he is. I didn't even need to see Godzilla. Every time Godzilla <laughs> showed up, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I want to see his chiseled features. You know? pop, that, pop that tank top off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sitting there just, I'm tweaking my nipples every time he's on screen. <laughs> oh, man. But, no, I was going to mention that, uh, you know, Alamo Drafthouse is, is in Houston now. And Houston's yeah. not a, a terrible drive from from where I am. It's a little bit further from where you are. It's you know it's not as bad as you think, man. It's a it's like a fifteen minute difference, if even that. Cool. You know, I because... went to Houston uh, earlier this year. I got a buddy. Oh yeah. So they showed uh, Gremlins, I think, last Christmas. 
And oh, wow. uh, I don't know. I've seen it. Yeah, they show a lot of cool stuff out there. I've never, uh, I've never made the trek all the way out to San Antonio, but uh, yeah, I'd love to go to that one in Houston. Yeah, that's you know that's why I know I've spoken to you about moving out, you know, that direction, you know, out to Houston yeah. or Austin, just because of that. You know, I'd go see these movies on the big screen, old classic movie. Yeah. You know, just a couple months ago, uh, the one in Austin had a. Uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla, and you know oh, it's man. old seventies. I, I, I would have loved to see that uh, on yeah. the screen there with other people who would. So as long as they keep buttholes out of there, which I've heard the Alamo Draft House really good about enforcing, you know, people being respectful of others. Oh yeah, you know, no cell phones and shit like that. Yeah, I've heard a lot of, like, teenage girls, like, writing up these big tirade, you know, emails and, you know, social media posts at the Alamo Draft House because they got kicked out for texting, you know? Oh, they can all go screw themselves. I don't have yeah, cards for but that either. It's like nobody has any sympathy for them, you know? No, I mean, they're all so self-absorbed. Why the hell would I care? Why the hell would anybody care? Yeah. No, that was an issue working, you know, at uh, Malco particularly was people texting and uh, talk. I mean, they take calls in the theater, which is ridiculous. Uh, I wanted to yeah. beat the hell out of myself, but, you know, I couldn't do that. I could kick them out, though. I think we pretty much all feel the same way about that. All film fans probably feel the same way. I mean, it's it's almost like they're just, you know, they're just hanging out. You know, it's like they're watching the movie at their house, you know, just checking their phone and, you know, surfing the web the whole damn time and stuff like that. Well, what bothers me is that I guarantee you they're sitting there texting each other. Like, like the friends, like two seats down, they're like, OMG, yeah. OMG, yeah. you touched my titty or some shit like that. OMG. You know, all the dudes are saying, right. yeah, I'm here, right. OMFG, you know. Uh, OMFG. Yeah, it's it's all that, you know? And the boys are doing the same thing. OMG, you know, I touched your titty. You know, and, <laughs> and nobody gives a shit. Uh, yeah, and, and what pissed those kids off the most, though, when we'd catch them, is we would just kick them out, no refund, you know, get the hell out. And yeah. That's what would piss them off. Like, we want a refund, we want our money back. No. <laughs> Right. You know, I mean, if you've got an emergency or something's come up, by all means, you're going to get your refund. If you come into the theater to be a dick face, no. Right, right. Well, that's why you've got those signs posted up everywhere. Yeah. If you don't follow the rules, you're going to get kicked out. There are rules that you have to follow, you fucking piece of garbage. Yeah. In some movies, we just have to kind of, you know, not even deal with that. The, the movies that were geared towards teenagers, when they come out, you know, when, when the audience is like 90% kids and like, you know, 10% adults in there, it's, it's, there's only so much we can do to enforce that. And that, you know, I, adults come out complaining to me about that, but, uh, you know, I can't do much of anything on that. I can't kick the whole thing out. You know, I, I could go sit next to him, I guess, like I did that once 
Well, some kids who are at the top of a row being assholes, and uh, there's some teenage boys. I just went up there and sat with them and just stared at them, made them as uncomfortable as I could. And they shut up because they didn't want me there. <laughs> uh, uh, that was fun. I wasn't much older than them at the time, but you know, I just I just don't like that. I don't like people being rude to each other. You know, oh, I give them crap. Um, <clears throat> my wife just told me that, that Stevie Wonder's girlfriend is pregnant. How old is he? I don't know how old he is. That means he's going to have kids uh, that are going to be 40 years apart. <laughs> well, she's probably in her 20s. <sighs> Fuck, I don't know, man. I don't really care. I told her he probably thought it was a tube sock. <laughs> it's not his fault. Probably. Yeah. Oh, he, shit, I didn't know, man. That's not my fault. All this shit keeps falling on my dick. I can't even see that. Uh, you put your pussy on it. That's that's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, pussy feel the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, born in 1950. So. Oh, he's, he's my dad's age. Yeah, he's my mom's age. Damn. God. <sighs> Well, I mean, he's going to be dead in like 10 years, probably. Oh, no doubt. Uh, the kid won't even know him. <laughs> uh, uh, mm. I thought that was interesting. I'd, I'd bring it up there. Breaking news. Stevie Wonder jerks off in a tube sock. Scratch that. Vagina. Uh, he just jerks off in a tube sock, brings it out like a wet rag. All over her. No, no. <laughs> oh, man. Get some of that Stevie uh, dollars. Damn, dude. I just imagine uh, his apartment. Just tube socks. Just freshly fucked tube socks all over the place. <laughs> I wonder what it is. I wonder what like a blind, a blind man's apartment looks like. I wonder how it's different. There's probably no pictures it's on the probably, wall. Uh, what? I, you never know, man. I'd imagine a blind person's, you know, apartment or whatever is probably meticulously clean. You know, in all honesty, they probably keep it like nice, so they know exactly where everything is. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, uh, you know, in order. Uh, uh, you know, just just the asshole aspect of somebody who's not blind. Yeah, I want to imagine it's just like, you know, half eaten. Quarter pounders, you know, they eat a quarter pounder, half of it, and they have to get up and do something they can't find. They, they so lose like it, yeah. Quarter pounders and shit everywhere. And, uh, Somebody needs to tell Stevie Wonder that, like, he's got, like, dreadlocks or whatever, but they start about, you know, three quarters of the way back on his head. It's like, <laughs> it's just like they the keep back part of back. his head that has them. The rest of it's bald. Yeah. They just migrate back. They're all falling off. He doesn't even He's have got hair like a, off his whole dreads. It's like a skullet, but with dreads. That's that's pretty hot, man. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I remember uh, when I saw 
uh, Scream. I've got a fond memory of seeing Scream having to sit on the floor because they had oversold it, or I think a lot of people snuck in probably. Yeah, well, I guarantee you that's, that's what happened. Because, uh, you know, we were there probably, you know, 10 minutes late or whatever it was, so I had to sit on the floor for that. Had to sit on the floor for something else. I can't remember what it was right off the... But uh, tons of fond memories watching stuff on my, you know, with my family, like uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, that was a fun one. You know, it's good when you can watch a movie that your parents can enjoy also. So you know they're having yeah. a good time, and the kids are having a good time too. Yeah, that's that's uh, not many of them out there. Uh, it's not as many as there used to be. They're all geared. Uh, the demographics for movies are like really more specific now. Uh, I think uh, the Pixar no. movies are probably about the only thing that you know a young child and yeah. an adult can get anything out of these days. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you know the the box yeah. trolls. I saw that. I think I told you I saw that one. That was a yeah, and I enjoyed it. I, I probably enjoyed it more than the kids did. Which, speaking of that, I got one sheet. So I got I got a one sheet of the box trolls, and I also got the the uh, like the, te- the teaser poster one sheet. There. So, uh, look here. You asked me a while ago about uh, some of these kids' movies posters. I still haven't looked through here. I thought you know everything I have, man. I finally went through and. Organized all my posters. I've still got. But do you have them with you? Several hundred. Yeah, I keep all oh, my man. posters in my closet. So, uh, well, because it's, they're more protected in here than they would yeah. be in storage. That's true. Um, and you know, I've got some valuable ones in there. I still have that uh, uh, Dark Knight poster with Heath Ledger that they recalled. Oh yeah. died. Yeah, I've got that wrapped up in here somewhere. But uh, I've got so much shit. I can't, I'll, I'll never end up displaying that one. I'll probably end up selling it. Because uh, I'd, I'd rather have my posters, uh, my original Godzilla posters, or Planet of the Vampires here. Oh, Stuff yeah. Stuff like that out there. Um, Do you remember that Devil's stuff. Rejects poster that said uh, Balls Out on it or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I've got that. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, that's the one that you had, uh, old Captain Spaulding and, uh, fuck, I'm blanking on the guy's name now. Yeah, um, Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley and, uh... Sid Hay. Jeez, Sid Jeez, man, my memory is <laughs> shit tonight. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got them to decide that. But, yeah, because you gave me one of those, too, and I still got it. It's It's like one of my prized possessions, because didn't they recall that one as well? Yeah, they reissued it without that. I used to, apparently it offends people when they see the term balls out. It reminds them of, you know, people pulling their balls out of for a long That is kind of an odd phrase, isn't it? Well, Not it man, is, going but I mean... Balls to the wall, too. What the fuck does that mean? You're pushing your balls against the wall? Oh, does that mean yeah, you're really... I mean, we all used to do that as kids, and we just rubbing our nuts all over. Sure. Uh, that means you're really going hardcore, I guess. I, I guess so. 
I don't know what that where that phrase even came from. <laughs> but yeah, balls out though. I just imagine like you know some dude like a clown or something runs up in front of you, just pulls his butts out, gives you the coat, and it just runs off. Sure. And the goat's even painted on, you know, like a clown. It's like pasty white. That's a nice image. I'm not glad about that. Very nice. Very nice. Um, I can't even find that poster for sale anywhere. I'm looking at, uh, I keep finding the one they issued after that. It looks just like it, but it doesn't have it on there. Yeah. It may be all crossed out. I'm not sure how many they can know. Yeah. But uh, I have another uh, memory. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a fond memory, but uh, during the movie Instinct, Instinct from 1999, yeah. with Anthony yeah. Hopkins, Cuba Gooden Jr., I was uh, saw this film with some friends of mine, and the, the print burned up, and they had to uh, you know stop it and give us you know give us refunds and everything else. Yeah, that was the only time that ever happened to me. The entire time I've been watching movies. Really? Oh. He walked out then. What it happens more well, than Oh, man, it happens. I've, I've seen so many uh, burnouts. I, I guess it's just because I've been, you know, I spent, what, 12 years in the business. It just yeah. happened, you know. Uh, but, you know, with Parkway, we had old, you know. It, the, the stuff, by the time I got there, was... It wasn't new, I don't think, when they even built the place. Oh, really? Uh, you know, at this point, it's uh, 20... Let's, let's say it is new from then. It's 23 years old. That stuff is yeah. worn out because it's, it's playing 365 days out of the year. You know? Right. Uh, so you had platters that wouldn't even work. But most of those are brain wraps. You know, the brain, they call it the brain where it feeds the film to the projector from the platter. Uh-huh. And uh, that, that shit would just get caught. Sometimes it'd be static because it's so dry up there. Or, oh, uh, yeah. you know, sometimes it'd be because the film was huge. Water of the Rings. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, you know, it's just a brain not working right. It's not working fast enough. So it would just slowly, you know, build up around the brain till it just, you know, gets too tight. And it pulls, and of course it burns. Now, when it burns, it's it's usually a lot more happening than just that burn. Oh yeah, because it only you know that, that that lamp is hot, so it only takes a few seconds for it to to burn through. You know, some light film. Uh, that's why you know most you know you have people. I love this. I don't know why they kept asking me this. They even should have known better. It'd be like just rewind it. <laughs> you know, this is not a, a, a VCR. You know, I right. can't rewind it. There's no way to do anything like that. You know, even if I get it fixed up, you're still going to miss a few minutes just because of of the way that works. Because I'm having to feed it through uh, yeah. as I'm fixing it. So you, 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 there's no way I can get it to start right where it burned. Um. But yeah, that that was always fun having people coming out demanding us to rewind these films, and there's just no physical way to do it. So that's why they, they, you know we would pass out passes 
I don't know. But I got to say, though, one of my favorite complaints about a movie is, uh, you know, for a few years there, we were offering closed caption films for people. Uh, once a yeah. week, we'd have a movie like that. And I can't remember what it was that was closed captioned. Uh, but we had somebody, a redneck piece of shit, come out, complain about the captions, even though Hi. I specifically said closed captions. Hey, man. Hey, man, there's words on there, man. Dude, they're, they're like, I, I ain't watching a movie to read a movie. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't you know, I just, come here to read. Exactly. It's like, it, they get offended because they only know, like, one out of every, <laughs> you know, three words on there. But what this ain't school, this, boy. can't get through it fast. You know, even though we advertise it as that, it was meant to be. Yeah. And these were not, like, movies that were playing concurrent with, the regular release that they came out later. So, um, that was ridiculous. Um, uh, <laughs> that, that bothered me as, as somebody who needs it. You know, I'm, it always sure. pissed me off because, you know, I, it, it's necessary, but, uh, whatever. But, uh, people like that who act like, I don't know, uh, it, it should just irritates me. It's funny though, when they come out, cause they're all angry. And their accent is just going full bore. Oh, yeah. Well, the uh, only time that, that we ever got a refund, it was my brother and I. We saw uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's a it's yeah. a French, like, werewolf-type movie. It's it's really a cool movie. I really enjoy it. But he, he didn't want to watch it because it was, it was subtitled. So uh, we went and got a refund for that. But, you know, I, that was before I was really familiar with a lot of foreign film myself. So you know, I was I was fine with it, but it's really a good movie watching it now. And you know, I don't I don't watch uh, dubs if I can help it. There's something lost in that when you do that. Oh, absolutely. You know, I know that now. You know, I, it's, yeah, it really pisses me off when people they totally condemn a movie because it has subtitles. Really pisses me off. Yeah. Um... You know, and, you know, growing up, we, you know, all, all we had was dubbed movies. Of course, right. I grew up watching these Japanese movies. They're all dubbed. I didn't know right. any better. You know, it wasn't until the 90s that I found out that, oh, you know, shit, they, you know, I can get these in their original Japanese subtitle. And it was fine for me just because of the whole captioning thing. Uh, so it was a natural progression for me. Now right. I rarely watch, you know, the old dubbed versions of movies that I grew up with. I still do, but not not near as much as the Japanese because, you know, when you, and I know there's a camp factor for a lot of people with these, uh, you know, uh, martial arts movies and uh, you know, yeah. kung fu yeah. and, then, and all that. All the dubbing, and I, I see that. I totally get it. it. It's it can be more fun that way. But if you're watching. You know, like a Kurosawa film, or, or even right. some of these Godzilla movies. You you want to, you know, you want it to seem more natural, because uh, it does take away from that experience if it's dubbed. For anybody that's that's curious, what we're talking about, like you know, the the difference between a dub track and a subtitle, you know, actual translation. Watch a movie with the subtitles and the dub on, and pay attention to the differences in the translations. 
Yeah, like I, yeah, it, it, I do that every once in a while, and you know, just for the for shits and giggles, because it's it's you know dramatically different. I'm sure some are better than others, but oh, yeah. most of the time they're they're more concerned with making it look like the people are actually saying the words versus, you know, it they're trying to you know say the same meanings as as what they're saying in another language. Yeah, it just it depends on the. Uh, now, I've seen dubs that are really good. There was a company in the uh, 60s called Titra that uh-huh. employed, like, professionals. You know, they really, they did really well with uh, with, with the whole dubbing thing. It's not, you know, the, the, the it's like the later movies, you'd have, they would just, uh, like, Toho would just outsource some of these Godzilla movies, like Hong Kong. Or, right. uh, like, let's say Godzilla versus Biolante. That damn thing was obviously dubbed over by, you know, Australians trying not to speak Australian. Godzilla <laughs> said Godzilla with an R at the end of it yeah. every fucking time. Um, and there's a, there's a Gamera movie, which I love. It's uh, Gamera versus uh, Buron. It's on Mystery uh-huh. Science Theater. The alien women on there sound like Midwestern women. And it's I know really what you're talking funny. about. Why yeah. You know, it's really funny because it's supposed to be aliens, but they, they don't sound like, like that at all. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it just depends on the company, but I don't think there's really any company out there that, that specializes in dubbing so much anymore. They may be. Well, the the reason why is these the, the companies that do it get paid for quantity, not quality. They get paid for how many they do, you know, mm-hmm. so they're trying to do them as fast as possible. Yeah, crank them out. Uh, Which is understandable. One thing I've noticed on uh, on uh, like Blu-rays and DVDs, some companies when they do the subtitles, uh, like Criterion's very good about actually going by the film, the audio on the film, and doing the subtitles. Uh, But some of them will just take the script, the shooting script. And just right. type that in there, different scenes. And it doesn't always Jeez. follow it, you know? Yeah. Uh, it can, you know, some of the actors will improvise, you know, and, and it will throw you off. Because I'll be sitting there looking at him like, he didn't just say that. And I can, you know, I can read lips. I'm not stupid. Yeah. I know I know when you're adding words or taking them out. <laughs> um, but uh, I've noticed, I, I guess, I don't know if that would, I guess to me that would be kind of laziness. You know, just going by the script. Yeah. Uh, I agree. But uh, it's uh, it's just different qualities, man. Uh, even even today, there's still issues with subtitles. Like uh, some of the subtitles are just not all that great with some companies. Uh, Criterion's fine with it. They they actually go out of the way to put proper subs on there. But you know, Mill Creek with their Gamma release. Uh, it's not all that great. Yeah. Uh, I guess they're not really concerned with that. I guess Unfortunately. not. Uh, you know, ADV was a company that used to own the rights. They released them in the past. And theirs were not all that great either. But they released them, you know, not long after DVD became a thing. Because ADV is right. gone now. Uh, man, I I remember them because uh, they had the anime section, 
in uh, Sun Coast, uh-huh. uh, which was in North Park. And uh, the reason I never got into anime is because of the price of those exactly. VHS tapes. You remember, they were all like 30, 40 bucks. Or more. Uh, yeah, or more. I, I, why would I buy that? Um, so I never got into it. If, you know, if I had been uh, younger when the internet came up, where you had the file sharing and all that, and people do their own subtitles on everything, yeah. I think I would have probably gotten into some of that, just because of, you know, the whole Godzilla thing, the Japanese thing for me. But as it is, I'm not an anime fan. Uh, there's much more of a market out there now. There's, there's much more of a, I guess, a... a way to watch it now than there used to be. I mean, there's yeah. you know, channels dedicated to it. You know, Crunchyroll is a uh, is an app oh, yeah. you can get on pretty much everything I've seen that offers a ton of that stuff. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm not going to say I'm not a fan. There are quite a few that I enjoy. I just, it's so much stuff out there to watch, man. I just am limited, you know, and I would rather watch a full, full motion or full, you know, a regular movie versus uh, you know an animated movie. That's just me personally, but I don't dislike it. Like, yeah, I'm not. You know, Akira uh, is really good. Well, you know, some of that Miyazaki stuff is really good. Yeah, uh, I watched uh, Steam Boy recently. That that one's really good. Steam Boy. Um, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That steampunk kind of thing. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched that one. And that's the name of it, Steam Boy. Am I saying it right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. another one by uh, the same guy that did Akira, Katashiro Otamo. Uh huh. I don't think I've seen that. Um. Well, you haven't seen Akira. I've seen some of it. They used to show that late at night on like TNT. Uh, oh, yeah. It was intense, man. What I did see, the animation was just out there. It was great. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a, it's it's nuts. The movie is, but it's it's probably one of the better ones I've seen. Um. You know, that's interesting. You're talking about anime. The uh, the saddest movie I've ever seen. And I don't know that I could watch it again. It's anime. It's uh, Grave of the Fireflies. Dude, I was about to mention that. That's so awesome that you're going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. That's an amazing movie, man. It is. It is. It, it's one of the best I've seen. I just, it's so intense. And it just, I mean, not really intense, but it just drains you because it's just so oh, much tragedy in it, you know? It, it never lets up. There's never like a happy no, moment. To... <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, and I get what they were trying to convey with that, with what was going on. Sure. Uh, it's, 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 it, it's a really good uh, story from the point of view of the Japanese, you know, of course, during World War Two. The civilians. You know, it right. doesn't. You know, it's not. You know, trying to, you know, whitewash any anything committed by the Japanese. It's just civilians dealing with the fire bombings. I believe right. it's Tokyo, and uh, as an American, it's it was a shock for me to see that years ago. Uh, that was horrible, and I, I'm I'm sure that you know 
the, the story, despite being animated, is uh, very uh, real, you know? Yeah. Um, Sorry to interrupt you, man, but you know this is the same director that did Pompoco. <laughs> really? Oh, man. I remember you brought that over, what, four or five years ago, and we watched it. Man, that shit blew me away. Yeah, 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 I'm remembering that one again, not too. I don't know why I had forgotten about that one. The the, the big, <laughs> big ball raccoon things. If you've ever wanted to see some big old swinging testicles on some raccoons, I'd, I'd say get that movie. Yeah, it's something. It pulls that's, no punch. Uh, see, that, that's balls to the wall. Or balls out. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny it, I mean that's uh, a good movie too though I didn't dislike the movie at all kind of another you know, social another social commentary you know talking about the I guess uh, rainforest you know basically the forestry service yeah it's like Fern yeah. Gully but with huge testicles yeah yeah. Uh, there you go you nailed it uh that that should go on the box. Everything else is in Japanese, uh, but the one English thing, well, it's like Fern Gully, but with huge testicles. Yeah, balls out Fern Gully. Uh, <laughs> and all it is on the cover is just balls. Huge, like, it's like testicles during No Shade in November. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, it was good, though. I, I did like it. Once you get... And it takes a while for me to get past that. Once you do get past that, it's it's a good, solid little flick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know how we got started talking about uh, about anime, but uh, I guess through uh, subtitles, maybe. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, did you have anything else you wanted to add before we get off of here? Trying to think of the uh, of any other stories, you know, that aren't that don't involve nasty bathrooms at uh, the theater. I know we mentioned quite a few of those in the episode we did about the the you know theater your your experiences at the theater. Yeah, yeah. There's more, but uh, I'm not going to get into that. That's uh, that's that's pretty. It gets pretty nasty. Um, but, uh, no, man, I, I mean, I miss it. I do miss the theater, uh, on certain aspects. I certainly don't miss, but yeah, one thing, like the weirdest thing somebody ever brought to the, uh, theater was a piglet. Somebody literally brought a piglet to a movie uh-huh. and, uh, we couldn't let her have it in there. It was just a cute little thing, you know? It was just a sweet. So she had to keep it on the car. I was pissed that she did that, so she didn't just leave because it was cold. She just bundled up and left it in her car while she watched the movie. But why? What she fucking had crazy person? person? Who would bring that to a movie? What? I don't know, man. Uh, you know, we had service animals come in every now and then, which was no problem. Right. Uh, but I doubt a piglet counts as a service animal. No. But, uh, 
Uh, If she had trained her to do that, that would have been great. But I was just apparently just trying to sleep. Um, You should have been like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. We don't allow any outside food or drinks. (laughs) I should have. I really should have. Yeah, you're going to have to leave that with me. Uh, I'll just take a picture of it. Yeah. I put them in one of those nacho, you know, the they call it uh, no, the, the nacho trays. I just want yeah. to sleep in that, cover them in warm nacho cheese. To oh, yeah. Warm. Based in. Delicious pigment. Yeah. <laughs> I just sit there marinating the whole time. <laughs> uh, put a skewer on that bitch and put him in the uh, rotisserie hot dog machine. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that, too. He ends up all shriveled. Yeah. <laughs> uh um. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that damn hot dog thing. I mean, some people wouldn't like to steal those things at night, even though we had to count each individual one. Oh man, I was one of uh, those people. I, know. Well, I, I stole I one. Blamed anybody. I stole one. It was uh, so fucking tempting. I don't know why. It was like there's an eight dollar hot dog that, that I can't like, afford to buy. The thing is, the hot dogs were the closest thing to a meal you could get there. Right. You know, granted, the popcorn was probably the most natural food there, but popcorn's not going to fill you up. Right. Uh, uh, You know, of course, the nachos, God knows those are, that's not food. That's all processed shit, which I remember that because I was the only one there I was previewing. I don't know why I did this to myself. Uh, I previewed, uh, I made a huge thing of nachos with that cheese and chili sauce. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to be adventurous tonight. You know how I am with my stomach. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I got that and a big fucking thing of Coke. And I sit down and I, I'm, I'm watching uh, Master of the Sky, of all things. Oh, my and, God. It's uh, you know, like the worst I, night ever. Thinking, well, that's the thing. I don't even think it was the nachos, the chili, or the cheese, or even the coat that, that gave me diarrhea. Yeah, I think it was the damn movie itself. It was the movie. <laughs> no, I just, it was like a, I don't know why, I just hated myself that night. Every bit of that, every, everything I could have done right there was just wrong. So halfway through the movie, I'm, you know, of course, running to the toilet, screaming. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I remember I had to leave during the scene where, Dana Carvey doing his turtle impression. Mr. Turtle. He's doing turtle, turtle, turtle over and over, and that's when my butt was just like, nope, we're done. I just remember that. I don't know why. I don't know. I I think I probably passed out on the toilet and woke up the next morning (laughs) when the janitor showed up. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. I, I don't remember if I did. Uh, you know, I probably did because at that point I had to just let it run through being filmed. I couldn't just stop it. Um, oh, why I did that to myself, man? Even doing it, my my part of me was like, what, what do you do? It's kind of like, I guess you're taking like drugs and you just know you don't need to be doing that, but you want to right. Because, you know, I, I like to eat nachos every now and then, even though it really doesn't agree with me. But it's because that cheese is a there's nothing real about it. So I swap from, you know, chemical factories or some shit. Uh, 
Uh, Man, that's that's a shame too. That's kind of when Dana Carvey fell off, in my opinion. Eh, I don't know, maybe he fell off before then, but uh, I always liked Dana Carvey and I liked a lot of his movies. Uh, but that was not one of them. Oh, that that movie I think killed his career totally. I haven't seen him in anything since. Um. Uh, he did that, and, and of course, Michael Myers had the whole guru, I guess, and Cat in the Hat, which both killed his, his career. Oh, man, and Michael Myers has done nothing but fucking garbage in the past 15 years. That I dude, guess, I, I've heard he is an asshole to work with, too, so that definitely that's, doesn't that's help too. Um, right, My thing is, if you got your start on Saturday Night Live, you have no right to be an asshole to anyone. At all. Uh, yeah. That's just me. Uh, there have been great people to come out of that, you know? But, uh, oh, yeah. You know, Michael Myers, I mean, he's, uh, he's, he's done some good stuff, but I, any bit of Cat in the Hat that I saw kind of ruined uh, any of the goodwill I had towards him. <laughs> you know? Um. Man, I, that uh, I haven't seen the Love Guru either, but like I never liked Dana Carvey. I mean, uh, Mike Myers on uh, on Saturday Night Live. Like I was never a huge fan of bit of uh, oh, shit uh, Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. I like the movies okay, but I he is not the reason why I like that shit. Like he did that. Uh, so I married an axe murderer or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And that that movie's shit. No, about the only thing he's ever done that's worth a damn is is the Austin Powers. Oh, what about uh, Studio Fifty Four? Oh, he was I'm in sure there. A lot of people have forgotten about. Yeah, he played the uh, the gay owner of Studio Fifty Four. Oh shit! The, re- the reason I remember this is because his portrayal when he's trying to seduce one of the dudes in that I happen to walk in there and see this is so creepy. Uh, it's just like awesome powers, just craving cock. I'm not gay. Oh, lame balls. I'm oh, sorry, I, I forgot, Mr. Rubel. Mister, huh? I missed her, I missed her. <laughs> I missed her. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'm not gay either. <sighs> I want to suck your cock. It is it's just a bit much. For <laughs> yeah, me. baby, yeah. Yeah, you just don't. Your balls flopping everywhere. We'll go right back into that. <laughs> um, it was it was unnerving. Which is another funny thing I remember from the theater when I broke back mountain was there. How many oh, people yeah. would get up and walk out of that? Like, how do you not? Oh, know? really? You know? Yeah, because people who had no idea. You know what what it was. Like, oh, okay, this would be a you know a western or something. But uh, you know, I just I just went in there. I, I happened to see you know that uh, dude that scene in the tent. I know I mentioned this on the podcast before, but hearing uh, what's his face Heath Ledger spitting on his fingers to lube yeah. up uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's butthole. Hearing him do that in this theater is a totally different experience. It's real loud. And, uh, I mean, it, it hammers that point home. But that, that scene, I had a week, and I saw laughing. 
Oh, I was going to tell you, you know, the, the guy that wrote that is uh, you know, the same guy that did uh, Lonesome Dove and all that. Yeah, what is it? Uh, Larry, Larry uh, McMurtry. Yeah, McMurtry. That's yeah. yeah. I always rag my uh, father-in-law about that because he's a big fan of Lonesome Dove. I say, why don't you just put on Brokeback Mountain? Uh, you know, you know, you want to watch it. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's the point they were trying to get through the through the entire eight hours of Lonesome Dove. I mean, um, I, I don't really have a problem with the the gay aspects of it. I have a problem with the graphic nature of it you know it's, it's oh, like it i mean funny. i don't i don't like to see you know graphic heterosexual stuff like that on the screen either i think it takes it takes away from the movie itself but oh it's hilarious you know. to me yeah. uh and you know that's what i was thinking about i guess it was last night it's uh that movie uh the room the uh yeah the uh the sex scenes in that are fucking hilarious uh, and that's, you know, the whole idea of us going over the worst movies we've, we've seen. I thought about doing that, but then I realized The Room has, every time I watch it, it's fun to me. It's just funny. So I can't call it the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. But, uh... Well, it's not meant to be right a comedy. Now, no, no, I know it's not. I, <laughs> but I, I, I get that, but for me, the worst movie is a movie that, uh... You know, it, it sucks, and it has no entertainment value yeah. whatsoever. You know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, so that's that's why I, I can genuinely, genuinely say I like The Room, but not for yeah. reasons that, that it was intended to be like. But the fact that Tommy Wiseau looks like he's stepped... Every time he comes to the door, he looks like he steps out of 1992. Yeah. You know, he, he looks like a greasy-ass bouncer with his long hair. Uh, uh, and then his sex scenes, man. He's got veins in his ass that I don't think any other man has in his ass. And he's just thrusting and then just bulging, and it's really, it's funny until you realize it's taking like 15 minutes for him to right. show his ass flexing. And he's like... Lisa. Uh, yeah, Lisa. Yeah, what's... Lisa. Uh, the fact is, he's thrusting into her midsection. You know, and it's obvious that it's not even like, there's no coitus going on. He's just like leaving snail trails all over his stomach. You know. Oh man, that's a great way to put that. <laughs> well, dude, he's like into it, and she's just laying there, and yeah. it's like he, he, you know, it's 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 not like the whole thing. Well, you got in the wrong hole. He's nowhere near it. But the belly button is not not a hole. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but I mean, it's, he, it's like softcore pornos style. Like, yeah, uh, it, it, uh, oh shit, what's the movie with Elizabeth Berkley in it? A strip, uh, uh, Showgirls. Showgirls, yeah, she does the same oh. type thing. Dude, where she's like straddling his sternum. Yeah, in in the pool. That's yeah. so fucking funny because it's his tits are like right above her hips. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell, you know? It, uh, yeah, that's funny. That's a, that's a whole other level of funny uh, there. But the but, the, uh, the the thing that's similar about those two movies, uh, Showgirls and The Room, are they were both totally intended to be serious movies. Like, but they're they're great. So bad they're good movies. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're. I it, I don't know. It's something. It's something watching those that you know Tommy Wiseau taking scenes straight from James Dean movies <laughs> and putting them in his movie. And yeah, yeah, that whole you're tearing me apart, Lisa. It's all taken from James Dean. You're tearing me uh, apart, Lisa. Go to bed. How dare you talk to me like that? You should tell me everything. I can't talk right now. Why, Lisa? Why, Lisa? Please talk to me, please. You're part of my life. You are everything. I could not go on without you, Lisa. You're scaring me. You're lying. I never hit you. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. I think James Dean managed to, you know, convey his his, uh, emotions a little bit better. But it's, I don't know. The sex scenes in that, like you were saying, they remind me of like the mid '90s, you know, Cinemax shit. You know, the stuff you see at midnight or past midnight. You know, yeah. it was soft core. Nobody gives a fuck sex. You know, they're all just like crack. You know, coke out of their minds, right. thrusting. That's all it is. They just—it's like this dude's just sitting there, thrusting his hips in the air, and they just put a woman right next to him. Filming, mm-hmm. and that's a sexy. Mm-hmm. He has no yeah. idea she's there. He's just, he's just fucking the air. Uh, I guess like a dog or something. Um, I, that's what I remember about the nineties: the soft core sex. Oh yeah, no, it still comes on, man. Just nobody watches it anymore. Still comes well, on late know. night, uh, Showtime, HBO, Cinemax. Now that I actually well, I mean, have these channels. I didn't have them when I was that age, old enough to actually watch that garbage. Well, who's going to watch that now? You can go on the internet oh, and watch somebody shit in somebody else's mouth. You know? <laughs> you can watch prolapses all day, every day. Yeah, all day. You know? Have somebody just prolapse anuses to the tunes of, like, Jingle Bells and the Barking Dogs and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's there at your uh, fingertips. Exactly. I mean, I'm thankful that wasn't around. <laughs> Not that I'm into prolapses and, and shit like that, but I'm thankful that the internet like that wasn't around when I was real old. Well, I mean, just imagine. Me just imagine, like, if the first porno you ever saw was, like, scat porn or something. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean it would kind of fuck you up, I would think. Yeah, well, you're going to think that's what happens. Yeah. So, you know, your first day, she's she's ready to go, and you, you just pop a squat on her face and shit in her mouth, you know? Like, now you do me, That's you do me. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just, uh, it's, <laughs> that's a whole what is it, uh, itself. A New England Hot Pocket, or whatever it's called? Well, oh, the Alabama Hot Pocket? <laughs> I say, man. The Cleveland Steamer. That's I just Alabama hot pocket sounds so trashy. Uh, I mean, just imagine if that's your thing. Like, like man, you're gonna like smell like turds for a couple of days. I would think. You like, get so much, so much cleanup time involved. Like, is it really worth it? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I don't even. I need to. You know, soak uh, in Germex. This hooker just shit on my chest. I need to. <laughs> are you? He basically, 
have to get like, you know, first or second degree burns over your entire body to cleanse yourself. To get it off, yeah. 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 You know, chemical burn, chemical peel, whatever, because it's all just in your pores at that point. You want that uh, tiger from Beachmaster, you know, they spray painted it like that, except it's just turd. Uh, Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, I mean, you know, I, I I don't care what people's fetishes are. I, I I can't stand that shit's funny to me until it's like I'm just. You know, it, it, I can only handle so much of seeing that. But there's plenty of that on the internet, though. I mean, uh, so, somebody's that, really into it. For yeah, somebody's into it for sure. Oh yeah, but it's like the two girls, two girls, one cup. I think is the one it was that was going around where. It looks like yeah. soft serve into a like a oh, cup dude, or something. What do you eat to get that consistency to know that's what's going to happen? Because you know? I, I mean, I everybody, most people, it's a crapshoot. <laughs> everybody Literally. was so freaked out by it, but I mean, it's like scat porn had been around long before that, and I guess that was people's introduction uh, to it. I I think the fact is some of us see that stuff, and we don't share that with anybody. So some yeah. of us have seen that for years, but we've just kind of... We're used oh, to it, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then suddenly, it becomes a big thing, and everybody else sees it, like, so... Right. That, that, right. I, I don't know what that said about us, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I, I oh. just... You know, I, I saw that. Somebody tricked me into watching that. I was like, okay. There's two girls, okay? This is going to be cool. And then... No, yeah. no, no, it's not. no. It's just like it, you know, it's just like the soft serve at like the Chinese buffet. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what came into my mind. Kids just oh like chugging that shit down, you know. And uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, that's crap I can do with that. Yeah, no, it's it's like stay away from that website, uh, E Bombs World. E Bombs World and then. Isn't that I, it? Isn't that the one where we used to watch all that shit it on? It's Consumption Junction. That, yeah, Ebon's World is one of them, but they still had some interesting videos. Consumption Junction started out having, you know, funny, weird stuff on there. Yeah, now and, it's just uh, offensive stuff. Yeah, yeah, it turned into that. I don't watch it anymore. Right. Uh, that uh, That's an interesting story there because a friend of mine was over at the house and we, you know, just had that, you know, we had that computer in the kitchen for a while. And uh-huh. we were looking at Consumption Junction, and he wanted to look at this video. And it's this chick with a huge ass just bouncing everywhere. That's all it is. You know, huge uh-huh. ass bouncing. That's like twerking before, before yeah. it was a thing. It, there was a storm raging outside, and it hit, I guess, uh, a box, you know, one of the, the boxes down the road or some shit. Knocks the power uh-huh. out. But for some reason, that computer keeps power for another second or two. So the computer, it's pitch black with an ass bouncing on that computer for a few seconds before fog goes out. That was just weird to me. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, uh, but yeah, a lot, a lot no, of that was the good old days, man. Back, probably 10 years ago, we used to get on that website all the time and check out a lot of funny stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you know now every other one is 
is porn. I don't want to yeah. sit there oh, with yeah. people watching porn. That's just on my but, uh, mind. That's it, man. I guess we can go ahead and cut it off here, unless you had anything else you wanted to add. No, that's 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 fine. I that's just a good. I think that's a good ending for that. <laughs> totally, totally. Well, if you've uh, managed to listen this long, we uh, thank you for listening. And this is Two Peas on a Pod. Check us out on Twitter at Two Peas on a Pod. We appreciate it. If you give us any kind of feedback, any any films you'd like us to talk about, any show ideas, any of that good stuff, please let us know. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, please give us a uh, a rating on there. I'm not even sure how you do it. I'm not an iTunes person, but I'd like for us to at least have some sort of a rating on iTunes. Apparently now we don't even have a rating on there. But, uh, yeah, we thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.